TV show where they bought the Brady's exterior house, mm-hmm. and then they had the cast of the original cast of Brady Bunch come in and they re- redid it to resemble the house. That's so like them to do that because they listen. That that movie was that television show was popular, and when it when it was in syndication and on at like five o'clock every day, it turned into nostalgia for it. Right? They cashed in on that every chance they could. Right. No, sure. Well, a very Brady sequel in the uh, the first Brady Bunch movie from the nineties. They're both great. Yeah. Do you remember the stupid parody yeah, they, movie? It which was, one? It was like 2000. The Brady's. Remember the guy goes, Yeah, I think we're thinking of Car Jack. And he goes, Well, of course it's a car, right. but my name's not Jack. My it's name's... Greg. Greg Brady. Sure, I thought, I thought that came out. I, that's the movie I'm talking about. Uh, but I think that came out in the 90s. Hmm. So I, that's possible. I do know, yeah. Yeah, I think so, because you, you I was talking about the... PSE&G. Yeah, you might, yeah, I think you're right. I'll look it up. Now they're yeah. finding a dead guy by the road. Of course, he was eaten by a carnosaur. Well, yeah. You could, you could tell, because there's like carnosaur chomps everywhere <laughs> on his body. Carnosaur chomps. And they, they tip, <laughs> the carnosaur tip 10%, which you know they're lousy tippers when they eat. They're lousy tippers, those cars. So John Bronson was, in 1984, was doing a, like, book signing tour. And Roger Corman was like, hmm, what's this? That's when he took notice of him. And then his wife, Julie, you know, his Roger Corman said, sick him. And she, like, made a deal <laughs> on a, at a bar written on a napkin. Wow, that's classic. In 91, yeah. And that's what Diane Ladd read. Did they, what about the script? Did they use actual paper for the script, or did they just no. put the napkins? Right. They used the napkins. <laughs> wow. A carnivore just ate the shit out of Oh, that's the puppet? Uh, I didn't pay attention to tell you, but if it's up close and, like, chewing out guts, it's the puppet. With someone's hand up is gotcha. I love the font. It reminds me of like unskippable game scenes. Like, come on, I want to get to the action. <laughs> so he's telling the senator that this is the best blueberry pie he's ever tasted because it's like got a thin layer of goat embryo protecting it. And then the senator's like, "Blah, gross." Yeah. Might as well say I, I have semen, my semen in the pie center. I think we're I think I'm a couple of seconds behind you, but that's okay. I'll live. It's because Paul does the countdown. He goes three, two, one. Then he goes whatever the fuck. You know he he doesn't. Right, he's got you in a rhythm. Three, two, one, and then you click. But no, he goes, good, good, go. Right. Like you know, he always does that. Why does he's the countdown king? So he gets he everybody. He's the countdown off. king. He's the you know maestro I mean? descending numerals. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, he is the maestro descending numerals. But the saying the word "go" he's a little wonky on it. So the thing is, Mike, how many times have you and I right? We get go. We should be a hundred percent synced. 
and you know, like that doesn't happen when it's the uh, Brumbot, right? Oh well, I don't know about that. I'm not gonna about to. I'm not gonna pit human bot against human. Don't worry, he's not gonna listen to this show. Okay, so we're back to Jane Tiptree. Um, Diane, yes, I, mean, I see it. It says this. What's, what's your latitude uh, and what's your latitude and, and longitude? Well, it where wherever this lab is, that's her all the only place she's gonna. Okay, now we find out that right. she's a son of a bitch. She's got the guy who let the dinosaur go, and she's like right. kidnapped his daughter, and now he's a prisoner. How, how does he kidnap the daughter without leaving the lab? I don't know. And then she's like making him feel terrible. See, she's like, yes, feel angry. Allow yourself to feel that. She's being such an a-hole. <laughs> and she lies that the daughter's alive and then has a dinosaur eat this guy. <laughs> so uh, let me get this straight, Carl, because you have seen this movie five times. Yes. She says, how did your carelessness cause dinosaurs to eat people? And that is cardinal sin. So right. I'm going to have a dinosaur eat you. Right. That's right. I'm going to kidnap your daughter to get you here. I'm going to but lie to you about her health and well-being. And then I'm going to have a dino eat you. See, that's just like, why can't you just have the dino eat you? Why do you have to kidnap the daughter? Like, what are you going to do? Like, okay, uh, there's no ransom money because your father has been eaten by a carnosaur. <laughs> Eunice Corporation. Look, uh, he's in like a... Uh, yeah. Is it a super collider? Yeah, you think they shot that in a super collider? I would doubt it. You can it. see a scientist in the background going... You can see a scientist in the background going, listen, Julie, we're just doing this for the money. <laughs> yeah, we took Corman's money. But they were in and out in two hours. Oh, my name is Adam Simon. I've directed Diane Ladd. <laughs> oh, well, come on in. Please. I say Peter opens the doors for you. Well, he also... He was in Carnotaur. Uh... Oh, he wrote the script called Bones. It was a Snoop Dogg vehicle. Uh, he did The Haunting in Connecticut in 2009. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that movie. <laughs> okay, he created and oh, produced, that was a produced scary the TV. He created and produced the TV series Salem, 2014 to 2017. That's pretty good. I got yeah, I remember that. I, I do know that Haunting in Connecticut is probably the scariest tri-state movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to say that. I tried to state it. I tri-state. I tried to I tried. Try to, I try. You can. Yeah. You know what's funny? It's, Connecticut it's, it's thinks Connecticut. it's New England. Isn't that funny? No, it's tri-state. I know. It's in, two, it's in both New England and Lucky Them. They think they're New England. So you get, really? They get two kinds of. Com well, if you still watch uh, terrestrial TV on in Connecticut, you get two kinds of ads: one aimed for the tri-state and one aimed right. for the New England. New England. They think the Patriots represent them. As soon as you get yeah. into well, Connecticut, as as, right? 
It's like a border town. You drive uh-huh. in there, you start seeing all these old-timey uh, uh, New England-style architecture. <laughs> it, it's Everyone's nice. drinking boxy cola. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, like, weird potato chips. Like, this, these aren't wise. Where's the wise potato chips? Yeah. Oh, you're in Connecticut now. Cape Cod can potato have... chips. Because we're... So it's, it's old like mother trying to say, like, see, see, you've arrived. Yup, uh-huh, you're here, New England. No, 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 Connecticut. You're a border town. Well, I always thought it was, like, in New Jersey, you could say, well, there's northern New Jersey and there's southern New Jersey. Right. But is there, like, something in Connecticut that's, like, half tri-state the state and then half New England the state? Good question. I wouldn't know. Good, good question. Uh. Look, Ron Howard's uh, brother, Gentle Ben. Chris, uh, Star Trek reference. That is our Star Trek you Remember when he was four years old? Ooh, and that chili was in Next Generation. <laughs> His name is Fryer in this. Oh, by the way, everyone's been sneezing. Like, everybody has a cold. That'll play into the, that'll play into the plot. Yeah. But not in a good way, I take it. You remember Gentle Ben? You're just a I'm just a little older than you. You probably miss Gentle Ben. Yeah, I mean there were repeats, but I don't think I I watched it as heavily as I did say the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Well duh. No, but Gentle Ben was when I was just old enough to like realize TV was a thing. Like I'm just a little I think I'm two years older than you, is that right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe a year and a half. When are you born? 68? Late 68. Late 68, and I'm early so October. 66. So, yeah, it's less. Hey, look, it's the producer and his wife in the movie. <laughs> That's right. It's not. But it's just some goof. Uh, okay, so you probably know it's him. Beggar. From, uh, he was in uh, Apollo 13. Uh, yeah, we 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 thought every time he's, done, he's in every one of his brother's movies right. for the most part, and he's Austin Powers, he's like the Ice Cream Man. Yeah, yeah, he's in Austin Powers. Well, he only does a cameo. He'll remember at the end of the Austin Powers movies that like they it sounds like they're going to say penis or dick, and then, right. then they cut to someone else saying something else. Yeah, that was his bit. So he'll say, according to the radar, it looks like the rocket ship's going straight up there." Arsenal. We need more Arsenal. Okay, so they chain themselves. This is the robot. They chain themselves to the um, heavy equipment. And Doc said, you know what? Forget it. There's something. Look, he goes, yeah, hey, my green friend. <laughs> now, look, this guy's name, uh, yeah, his name is Pizza. His name is Pizza. Okay. Yeah. It's like, uh, not delivery. Robot. Oh, no. Yeah. Watch his face. Oh. Pizza! Yeah, it looks like roadkill. Yeah, pizza. Oh, looks like pizza. Marinara. Okay, so now the girl, it ladies like going to get it. Now, you will see an, somebody tugging her fuck? foot. You'll see his hand on okay. camera. Right. All right. Not yet. Not well, yet. Now you should see his hand. A hand. See. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. 
Total perv. Look yep. at that upskirt. Mom, when she loses her leg, she's like, "Okay, he's he's busy uh, eating my oh, leg." Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you know, I get kind of look at him. He's picking his teeth with it. Yeah, I'm looking like a stogie. Should, hey, Carl, do you want to pause or something? Because I'm a couple of seconds behind you, but I, I mean, normally I am anyway. Uh, yeah, okay, so uh, I'm at 05, 06, 07, 08, 09. What okay. about you? I'm at 06 right now. Okay, so I want you to keep going, and you tell me when you get to 20, okay? Okay, sounds good. I'm going to get there in when you three. Get to 21. Okay, 21. Okay, that sucks. All right. That was not counting. Where are you now? <laughs> well, you, you said 21 when it was at 20. I, uh, you know. Okay, so I'm at 32, 33, 34, 35. What about you? Okay, we're, at the, we're queued up. We're good. Oh, we're good. good. Okay. We got the bridge. He's coughing. He's passing by a pukey body, but he didn't puke. That's pizza. So he's upset because they're all dead. And you know what that means. That means girl's dead. But now he finds her. She isn't. Oh, no. She's our hero. She, she gets the same kind of abuse that everyone else does because she doesn't drop dead instantly. Well, you see that usually these like two are fighting, right? So now, you know, now it's being shown his real feelings. He really likes her. So this is the coroner talking to the cop about the bites getting bigger. Oh, huh. I wonder if they could figure this out. Quincy. Maybe. So wait, is carnosaur growing like exponentially? Like yeah. it's just the same animal. Fast growth. Wow, this acting is pretty wooden. Oh, that's the corpse, sorry. He's the corpse. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. It's a dinosaur bite. Don't worry, I'm a professional. I worked at Jurassic Park. I've seen this before. <laughs> now, the body count in this is only 32. I think that's pretty low. That's pretty fucking high. It's good. Like, usually these movies, you know, the carnosaur just shows up randomly and then eats one or two, but they've already, he's already eaten a good number of people. Okay. I think he, I don't know, all right, 32 is, you think 32 is a fair body count? Uh, yes, sir. I think it's a it's more than generous body count. Oh, by the way, Rog, Roger Ebert said this was the worst movie of 93. Well, I'm going to agree with Mr. Ebert for once. Yeah, and of course it's that asshole fiscal, just to be different, was like, I liked it. Get out. How can you like this? Right. Now, I mean, really, we've already tipped our hat. We hate this movie, but I mean, how can you, like... So, what she's doing now is finding his drawings and stuff and being like, maybe he's not such a bad guy, but then she finds, like, this bloody stuff. You. I thought she was like, he did have etchings back in his bedroom. It wasn't bullshit. Uh-oh. Wow. Press the X button. Now, that was enough to get rid of Carnosaur. Carnosaur was like, all right, fuck it then. I, I can eat plenty of people. 
I don't need to get shot at. Yeah, hey, man. I'm not bullet sore. I eat meat. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why would you feed me bullet? That looks like a retail. Not again. Oh, why did I let that Carnosaur escape? This guy's name is Raphael Sabarge, and it's S-B-A-R-G-E. Sabarge. No I vowel. Saw that. Yeah, like sub. Well, what's the name of that chain in the East Coast? Sabaros. Oh, right. Uh, the That's a hot dog. Uh, S-B, you're right, you're right. That was a, remember, I think the fat boys went in there and cut screws when they're all you can't eat. When they eat, they go to Nathan's in New York and Times Square and eat and eat the wallpaper. I didn't see it on purpose. Uh, okay, now. Trust me, if it was on YouTube, we were watching it. He's pretending to be a guy who's bringing back to Jane the the dinosaur. Okay, Jane Tiptree, but right. really it's. It's Doc. He wants to know what's going on. Now, this part of... Once again, we're in Biodome. We're in Biodome. Oh, wait a minute. So we watched... Uh, his last movie was also shot in the same location as the right. movie Biodome. Right. Well, he works cheap. I mean, then again, this is a Corman movie, as was the last one. So, they, you know, he may not have a say in it. They may say, look, we got... Biodome it's available. a water reclamation yeah, okay, great. plant, and they they rent the place out a lot of times for a lot of movies. The Fugitive? Uh, the list isn't in front of me. I did read it to you last time. I know it's Biodome, and uh, there was Star Trek episodes shot there. Um, I forget now. But the thing is, it's nonsensical. What he does, he wants to understand what's going on. So he holds her at gunpoint, goes into her lab, and that's it. He's here for the rest of the film, and basically they have a long conversation. It doesn't make any sense. Really? Yeah, because, well, then, I mean, I remember something happening to Diane Ladd, which we'll have to wait to see, but you it don't happens in the it? Uh, lab, right? We just so good. We haven't ruined the ending of this movie. All right, well, we are 45 minutes. Let's go ahead. Go ahead and ruin it because I want to make sure our listeners listen to the entirety of the movie. And they might abandon us before the end of this. Well, I want to say she'll give birth to a dinosaur, but she won't give birth to it. It'll pop out of her stomach. And it was on purpose. It was of her own design. It's her fiendish plot. There's eggs right there. It's kind of foreshadowing. So she got herself impregnated with Carnosaur, and she gave birth by dropping a Carnosaur egg, and then the Carnosaur popped out of it. She got everybody pregnant. She got them sick with a virus, and that virus somehow made a dinosaur grow in every woman. And every woman will give birth to a dinosaur and die. Including this woman. Yeah. She's the guy's hugging his pregnant wife. That's Holy her. Shit, what a fucking movie. So come for the Jurassic Park ripoff and stay for the forced impregnation of dinosaur baby eggs. Right. Th spread through a contagion virus. Uh, it's to the virus movie. Human race and bring dinosaurs back. That's what Jane Tiptree wants this, to do. 
This movie. Holy fuck. That's the actual plot of this movie. Yeah. That is so depressing. I'm so bummed out by that. She's saying right now, I, I'm sick too. I have a fever. And he's like, go lay down. I'll make my own breakfast. Give me that. <laughs> now he's going to make... He's a good husband. But something weird's going to happen. Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't want to see this. It's going to be all bloody and shit, right? Or is there going to be a dino baby in there? That's, well, yeah. Here's the first one. All right, here we go. Oh, come on, do three eggs, man. You know you want to eat a hearty breakfast. You're a big boy. One egg. What the? And it smells. It smells, too. Oh, good thing it has another bowl behind there. Yep, got plenty. Where's that pile of clean bowls? Oh, by the sink. Ew. Oh, I'm glad we synced up for this. What? Oh, careful, you. Oh. oh. Klutz? That's Klutz. Oh, no. Gross. Oh, I'm going to pukey. Now, I would expect Roger Corman to have it bite his finger, right? That makes sense. Right. Doesn't happen. Hi, I'm looking for my brother. Brother, are you in here? (laughs) He's like, what the heck is he's chicken? He just had a big meal, remember? I think it's not tacky to eat chicken in a fried chicken in a slaughterhouse. (laughs) Remember that show, Louie? He was like, chickens are dumb. Aren't they a little leery? We think they'd be a little leery of us by now, but no, they're just, there's never any protest. You never see like a Martin Luther chicken. Oh no. Bye-bye, Clint. Bye-bye, Clint, who is an avid golfer, but can't be a golfer anymore. Um, He had a hip replacement and he had to quit. Was it because Carnosaur bit his head off? No, if it is hip off. He used to play 150 rounds a year, he brags. That's every other day. Oh, well, who can blame him? I mean, he's been in the industry for so long. He must have a certain routine down. He's got a lot of time free to play golf. He also has a lot of free time because he plays World of Warcraft. Um, really? Well, well, that's great. He doesn't have to pay for skins to look like himself. Well... He does have that. Um, he is known for his activity in the World of Warcraft game. Howard plays a game, the game under the name Extas, E-X-T-A-S, on the Herod Classic Realm. How cool is that? He must have been doing that for a while. Yeah. The I thing is, if you're a Hollywood a guy, you, you know, you go do uh, My Name is Earl episode, and then you're off for the rest of the day, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. They need you for day shoots for Pumpkinhead 4, and then you got the rest of the afternoon. Now he brings it to the coroner, which I guess makes sense. Right, there's only four actors in this movie. Is he in a body bag? Oh, no, no, no. No, she's just sick, and so she's bundled up. He's just checking on his patients now. Everybody's sick. There's nothing he can do but have them sit around. There's no cure. 
So is it the coronavirus? Yeah, Carnosaurus virus. Oh, did you say carnosaur? No, I said coronavirus. This is a mock. Wow, all these This is called one. a mock buster. Ooh. Wow, so all these women are mock they know they're pregnant? Park, right? Yeah. This is like the sick room. So this is like a, oh, this guy's a good dude. This film made about a million bucks. They spent 850000 to make it, and it made $1.8 So just under a million dollars right. they made. Uh, that's why Roger Corman does it. Well, you, you know, like it did have a theatrical release. They did have the hype about going against Jurassic Park, but in reality, yes. they were playing like in the Brookline in these little small art house theaters, you know, like your little hipster theaters. So it wasn't like it was playing at the AMC. No, no, no. Okay, so the assistant says, Doc, you know, Dr. Tip, uh, Dr. Tip T Tree, can I go home? I feel sick. She goes, Yes, but come down here first. I want to examine you. And now Doc, who got her at gunpoint, right, is just sort of hanging out in the lab now. Right. He's not even, you yeah, know. Yeah, like, he put his gun away, right? I guess so. Like he got himself down there under gunpoint, and then he didn't do anything <laughs> with her. And now it's business as usual for her. Yeah, I know it's really weird. Well, I, I'm sure like they just edited whatever scenes they had with her just to get this movie out. <coughs> like it's probably not Diane. Diane Ladd, man, she's been in some good movies, and her she's the mother of uh, uh, Laura Dern, right? Right, she's the mother of Laura Dern, and so everybody thinks that that's why she got the part. Uh, she won Academy Award for Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, 74. She won a Golden Globe yeah, for great movie. the TV show Alice, you know, in between 80 and 81. Um, she received Emmy Award nominations for Wild at Heart, Rambling Rose. She was in Chinatown, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Ghosts of Mississippi, Primary Colors, 28 Days. And she's the mother of Laura Dern, and the ex-husband, her ex-husband is Bruce Dern. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're all great actors. I love Laura Dern. Fucking, I don't know if you ever saw that movie where uh, uh, Matt Damon goes small, downsizing. Right. And it's a little small guy. Yeah. She's fucking amazing in that movie. And then uh, she's good in uh, Big Little Eyes. I like everything Laura Dern does. I like, I like Diane Ladd, and I like Bruce Dern. He's so Okay, now, uh -oh. she was it's sick. It's a girl, dinosaur. She died, and now look what came out. Right, I'll take that. Husband's like, what the fuck just happened? Is it the husband? No, that's the... No, that's that guy. Look how calm he is. She was sick. She wasn't even pregnant. She just gave birth to a thing... Look at the yeah. mist coming out of the lab. See? Why is that? Weird. It it's must just be movies. Oh, look at it. Welcome to my museum of eggs. 
Well, she's okay. saying, be careful. Don't fuck with my eggs. And that's a strong, you know, later he'll be all happy about that because he can threaten her. Exactly. Oh, I'm going to shoot the egg. This is the most exciting I'm going to shoot the egg scene in that's movie right. history. That is the most intense I'm going to shoot your egg scene I've ever seen. So, oh, yeah. Up there with the scene in Casablanca. The crew was given more time than usual in Corman Productions. Now, this was shot in 18 days, the principal photography at least. But Simon, Adam Simon had six months to research and write it off the book. Um they ignored a lot of plot points from the book, but I'm saying six months because of the special effects and everything. <clears throat> they right. didn't want to use stop motion because it would take too long and interfere with the filming. Real-time models, that's better, what they though. went with. And green camera work. Yeah. How can we get into Jennifer? But well, it's the point of view of the carnosaur. Do you see the chroma, chromatic uh, vision? So the rebel forces need to go here because the... Uh, I don't know. Oh, no, it's not Star Wars. I don't know. It, um, so they had a three-foot T-Rex animatronic puppet. They had regular hand puppets. They had a suit model, you know, the suit... And they had the full-scale prop, of course, which was the robot. And it had a system life, like hinges and cables and pulleys. Uh, they had a lot of different uh, uh, puppets and robots and such. I heard, I heard they had to use part of the script to make that uh, carnosaur. Now it's turning into a pandemic kind of thing. And again, it's just another person who's right. sick. Contagion. Man, look at that car. That's pretty hot. Phew. It was very it's, difficult uh, for them to make this feel real. You know, the, the dinosaurs. Right. This guy's like, hey, thanks for taking my wife. I'm going to get going. That's exactly right. And they're like, no, you're not. Come on, fellas, it's March Madness. You gotta let me go home. Yeah. Jeez. So they spent no, seven no weeks for getting me. ready with all the robots and special effects. Seven weeks. It's not your typical Corman, let's go and shoot movie. Yeah. Well, you know, like, I don't know how many theatrically released movies Corman New Horizons were cranking out in 93. You know, I could see them make new Munchies movie on the DVDs, <laughs> you know, or... Because he would crank out these, you know, he's famous for his movies in the 50s and 60s, and they had a different distribution system back yes. then. Where they were drive-ins, and it just needed shit. There was double feature houses that just needed garbage. They needed a B-movie, you know. And that, they needed that a reason dried to get up. He didn't go away, you know. He, he, he stayed relevant. Yeah, because there's like video, direct to video, there's direct to cable, there's right, right now, I mean, sci-fi, a lot of those like, 
Octo Shark versus Shark Octopus. Those are all Corman productions. She's crazy, man. Look at her act. Really a cuckoo. I don't know. Maybe she's sane. Yeah. And she, yeah, she, she had this clever idea. Let me uh, get create a pandemic that gets women sick and produce uh, dinosaur babies. She's going to destroy the human race and replace it with robots. That's, is that the reason why I'm sorry, with dinosaurs, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the... Dinosaurs robot. that happen to be robots. Right. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, it all blurs together. <laughs> it's another dinosaur pregnancy. Oh, yeah. This is like, I didn't come to see this. I did not pay to go to the fucking Brookline movie house to watch this shit. I came yeah. to see Carnosaurus. Gross. Movie's so depressing. Tip tree. <laughs> Crazy. Oh my god. Well, at least we don't have to watch Sam Elliott. Not Sam Elliott. Who's that? The guy in uh, Sam Neill. So this Doc Smith, I don't know anything. Raphael Sabarge, I just don't know him. Uh, best known for his role as Archie Hopper, Jimmy Cricket in the <clears throat> Once Upon a Time. And huh. he was in the Mass Effect trilogy. I don't know. He was on TNT. Oh, those, those are video games. Series Murder in the First. Right. Well, I'm sure everyone was. You know, Carl, I just realized what you were saying. Laura Dern was in Jurassic Park. Yes. So it finally clicked. So the weekend that she came out, her mom her was mom. appearing in a ripoff movie. Right. So <laughs> people were like, it's a coup. Right. They couldn't tell them apart. They're like, which dinosaur movie starring... Uh, a dern. Now, I don't know if it's very interesting, but also, um, uh, also, the, let me just see here. Clint Howard has a nephew uh, who's that woman in the new Jurassic Park films. Where is it? That's a bit of a strange. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A niece, right? Bryce Howard. Bryce Howard. Bryce, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. So, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, here it is. I don't know. Is that interesting? Corman couldn't have known that. Look at the doggies. I think they're so cute. They're going to get eaten. Oh, yeah. Oh, bad movie. You can, kill, you can kill 32 people, but the moment you get the dog eaten, that's it. Did the dog die? Yeah. Oh, all right. I'll check. Now, look, she's waxing oh. philosophic. She's waxing poetic about a world, a beautiful world that she's going to have made millions of years from now. That's so crazy. So she just wants to kill off the human race now. Right. So that. She's you like know, a Carnosaurus 3 was called 
All right. Does the dog die, Carnosaur? Does the dog die? Yes. One vote. Does an animal die besides a dog, cat, or horse? Yes. Yeah, chickens. Are animals abused? Yes. Do they mean in the... I think those are the categories. Oh, does somebody vomit? Yes. <laughs> are there strobe effects? Yes. Is there childbirth? Oh, yeah. That's oh, the... yeah. Does a pregnant woman die? Yes. Does someone miscarry? Yes. Is there sexual content? Yes. Yes. Now this is Sheriff. Uh, is there blood gore? Him yes. throughout the film, and he's going to take on the dinosaur now. So he's like, "Come out here! It's just you and me." His name's Harrison Page. Yeah. <clears throat> Basically. Yeah, that's a cool name. Yeah. Well, he's been all over, like. Jag and ER and and Melrose Place and Quantum Leap, you know, Wonder Years, Twenty One Jump Street, yeah. it's like all over TV. Dukes of Hazard, Hill Street Blues, Columbo. Everybody's been in Columbo. Oh, he was in Kung Fu. Yeah. So you think he played cops in all those shows? <laughs> no, but but sort of. Like Don Rickles, CPO Sharky. He was like. A regular, and he was in uh, Beyond the Fat right. Valley of the Dolls. He was in Lionheart with John Claude Van Damme. Okay, so he he's thinks, friends with one of the twins. He thinks the dinosaur's inside, but he gets a surprise. Ow! You got him. Nice shot. Yeah. Down for the count. So the cop is victorious. Sheriff Fowler. Two. Three. Eight, nine, ten. Ding, 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 ding. Sheriff wins. Sheriff wins. Don't go close to it, Sheriff. It I know, you dumbass. It cost a lot of money to build that. Yeah, headshot. Quick before he chops you. <laughs> like a dinosaur knows what's going on. Oh, just shoot already. Ah! Oh. Let's see you. <coughs> that looks like alien. Ooh, <coughs> valiantly dies. Yep. In the line of duty. In the line. I'm sorry, ma'am, but you're. He died in the line of a duty protecting the world from a dinosaur outside the liquor store. That's put a pitch up. He got a raptor hook in his crotch. <laughs> line of duty. Yeah, you heard me. Bah, bah, bah. So they wanted the like guy who wrote this uh, book to write the script, and he did write a first draft, and he sent it to Corman, and then Corman, like, just never bothered to talk back, you know, just forgot about him. As a matter of fact, in the end, his credit is reduced to original story. That's not bad. You get money off of that. It might be that you don't get, get credit money, off. but there's no resemblance to the guy's book except for the name, and he was really disappointed. Can we be, can we be honest? That's all you need in this movie is the name Carnosaur, and it's sold. 
Well, all you need is Jurassic Park, and it's sold. Yeah. I think I like Jurassic Park. That was pretty good. I like Lost World. I thought that was pretty good. Jurassic World. Party time. Excellent. Excellent. Party on, T-Rex. Party on, Carnosaur. <laughs> See, shot Diane Ladd is so not acting in this movie. He shot one of the eggs. She's so angry. She's so angry. That's her child. Don't look at her face. She say, "Don't do it." There's the uh, original antibody. Yeah, they can make a vi a vaccine with that. That's what he wanted. So now he will leave the lab. Um, you see what I mean? It was so weird. He like went into the lab, got her at gunpoint, and then said, "I'm gonna hang with you for a while." Okay, Jane. <laughs> and she went, "Okay, darn it." And I'll tell you all about my evil plots. Right. Look out. Disco. Yep. This is the strobe lights I was warned about. T-Rex. And that's the robot. That looks like one of those hallways, like, you ever been to, like, a near, like a Manhattan uh, 70s-inspired, like, office complex where they have, like, a long hallway with neon lights in it? Yep. You, you walk through there to get to the building. It's kind of cool. Diane. Am I done yet? Do no, Diane. Still more 20 minutes. Yeah, well, she was asking him, Simon if she could leave. He's like, nope. Yeah, that's the final act. Uh, well, Adam, I'm just gonna sleep on set. It's just wake me when I'm when my final scene is ready. Oh no, it's a burst scene. I take it back. Yeah. Great. Now she starts showing her cooch, but it comes out of her stomach. Huh. Well, it's it is Iron Man. I don't know. I found the name Bryce Dallas Howard, Clint Howard's niece. And she is like a... Yeah. I don't like the term ginger. I like redhead much better, but that's what she is, just like her uh, just like her uncle Ron Howard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in uh, uh, Von, uh, Lars Trier, Lars Von Trier movie. Uh, she kind of... I don't know. I, I've seen her in a bunch of stuff. You're right. I'll tell you, man. Jurassic World. Who gives a fuck? I know. I don't think even my son, who loves Jurassic Park movies, doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. But what about the world? It's like, all right. Here's the dinosaurs we all love. Yay, killer dinosaurs. And here's two lovable characters that we're gonna stretch into three movies. Who gives a shit? I gave more shit about that little boy in Jurassic Park Three because yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like Jurassic Park Three, it's Laura Dern and Sam Neill, like. We're still here. Oh, I think uh, didn't Goldblum show up in three? He didn't show up in three. Who? But he shows up in World. Jeff Goldblum. He no, shows up he didn't in show Jurassic up in the World. He showed up in the second yeah. one. Oh no! Ew, gross. Damn, what are you doing? Yeah. Ow. This is what this is what my synagogue taught me about sex. Really gross, you dad. Rip it out of your stomach. Yeah, I'll never have premarital sex. Yeah, 
She likes it. She Mama. likes it. Watch. See her face. Oh, I like it. My dinosaur. Hey. <laughs> Doc is back and he's got the serum. And of course, Good. girlfriend uh, is sick now. Charles in charge girl. So he's just going to take care of his uh, Charles in charge girl. No, he's going to fight the dinosaur and do what he has to do. Honey, how are you feeling? Oh, much better. This is a lot easier than being on the set of Charles in charge. <laughs> She retired from acting after this film. Well, you know, if you put on a show, you get to give birth to a dinosaur. Dino dinosaur. Yeah, my dino <laughs> is sore. So, <laughs> uh, right. Think about the time you you finally left the set of Charles in Charge. <laughs> right, relax. Think about that. Think about happy things like leaving Charles in Charge. So, according to Corman, <laughs> uh, Doctor Jane Tiptree was originally envisioned for a male character who had a great deal of strength at the same time was an intelligent person, but no one was available. Is the way he puts it. So Corman rewrote the character as a woman and offered it to Diane Ladd having previously worked together on the 1966 film Wild Angels. Oh, wow. Yeah. He must be good in that movie. 1963? 66 was Wild Angels. Yeah. Well, Bruce Stern did The Trip, right, with Corbin? Right. Back in 67 or something like that? Wait, the trip yeah. with Jack Jack Nicholson was a Roger Corman film? Oh, you're right. I get the two mixed up. Well, the trip and then there was Freak Out, right? Freak Out. That we sounds one of like Roger Corman, yeah. Well, there was one that Dick Clark ripped off. So, Dirk I'm pretty sure the, the trip is... Psych, yeah. Psych Out. Was it called Psych Out? It, it was Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I think so. And... Quantum Leap. And that was that was a Corman ripoff. It was a Dick Clark production, and the Corman himself took acid and made a movie called The Trip, and I believe that had Peter Fonda and Bruce Dern in it. Now, is The Trip with Jackie Gleason? Because that movie's still coming. Oh, that was to do. You you recommended it. Well, well, there's the. Oh, there's a, a series of mo recent movies called The Trip, which is uh, Steve Coogan and Rob something, uh, and they play themselves. They're kind uh -huh. of like successful British comedians, and they go to different restaurants. And they, there's four of these movies. I think five? There's The Trip, where they go through England, and then there's like The Trip to Spain, The Trip to Italy, and I think they just did The Trip to Greece. I might have seen the trip and uh, it was with yeah the english comedians and it, the guy was like the fifth person he called and... yeah 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 right 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 that, that's but what was the jackie gleason one where he takes acid that's called skidoo oh oh oh, oh. That, uh, I, of course i recommend that movie skidoo yeah. with an exclamation point it's coming yeah so now he's going to give her the hot beef injection 
and that will cure her of the dinosaur, I guess. But what does that mean? It'll stop okay. growing? I don't know. That's his excuse for anything. Oh, I, I know a cure. You're not going to say sex again, are you? Yes. Ow. Ow. Now, look, these are all the sick people. By the way, this is Climax Nevada, which I think we saw in some other movie. Maybe you're right. It's a memorable name. Climax. Oh, my God, he's grown. Yeah, this is the robot one. Wow. Was Climax Nevada the the uh, postal the postal movie no maybe i don't remember much yeah. of that movie to be honest with you except for the appendix stuff or maybe what's that movie with dino and uh they swat you know the they pretend the wife is is from my favorite martian guy and that might be climax nevada I forget. Okay, don't worry about it. Yeah. Kiss me stupid. Well, you know, you can watch my favorite. You can watch my favorite Martian on on Tubi, T U B I, a streaming service. They have all the episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Now we're getting to the final count. It's tractor versus dinosaur. Killdozer, right? And it's really reminiscent Boy, of right aliens now. when. Uh, Ripley fights the alien with that that packing and loading robot. Well, I'm sure it was an inspiration. Well, they just used what they had, which were This is why I like kill dozer. It's nice and simple. A Bulldozer hits a alien rock. Alien takes over the bulldozer and kills everyone. The end. Or the but end. gets ensnared. The end. Now that it says Bobcat no. on the side, it doesn't say Unis Corporation. See? But it's miniature too. It looks like somebody's like prop. Whoa! Stop lifting the camera to the angle. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing. Whoa. He's more like Godzilla. He has not eaten a, like a beef jerky. This carnosaur must be hungry by now. Yeah. Wait till he finds out he's a father to 400 carnosaurs. I'm out of here. That's the only way they get this dinosaur to leave town. You're the father. <laughs> he's going to be on Maury, and Maury's going to say, you are the father. <laughs> But Jane Dimitri is the father of all of those. So look. Why is why are we watching anything after Jane Tripree giving birth? Right? They should have ended the movie after that. The fact well, that they have Bunyan more just minutes saved Doc's effects. life. That's worth watching. I'd rather eat onions. Yeah, that's fine. They could have had all this before the doctor gives birth. Yes, they could have. It's just like such a gross scene. Like, why yeah, you, and you're right. Closure? It should have been like towards the, you know, a, a sort of finale kind of 
situation. You can't follow that. You can't follow that. How, how can you follow that? Diane Lamb giving birth via her stomach to a, a dinosaur. And now, it's, now there's going to be a fight. Yeah, I'm done. He's he's winning. Roar! 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 Oh, it's, oh I'm sorry, Adam. Adam, Adam, Adam. I'm trying to get my character. What is it, Carnosaur? Cut. What is it, Carnosaur? Trying to get my character down. Should I be saying roar, 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 roar? I don't know. Let me consult with Michael Crichton's book. You should be saying rah, 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 rah. Why don't you try acting? Oh, that's low. I have. I must get into character. <laughs> Spielberg never treated me this way, Simon. Fuck you. Sounds like you can hear the robot. I guess it's the engine of the bobcat. Oh, yeah. It's the wheels inside the dinosaur robot. So sleepy. So I ate an edible. Good night. Dead. Yay! Humankind won. Carnosaur zero. Nice bedroom, by the way. Looks like they put a mattress over the piano. Now, here's a reason why this movie sucks, right? This is our hero. He's fought hard. He's won. He's beat the dinosaur, right? He beats the dinosaur. Right. He deserves, right? We're vicariously living through him. He deserves to live and prosper and go off into the sunset with the girl. But instead, he will be shot and killed. Ooh, very 70s. No, but for no reason. It's okay. random. He didn't well, that's how George Romero is the crazy end. Yeah, why would they shoot him anyway? He's not a, if they're affected, doesn't mean you got to shoot him 12 times. Look, that guy hit him in the shoulder. He, he was dead after the fourth time, asshole. Yeah. Yeah, shut up. This is one of the real reasons why this movie stinks. There's no... Oh, then they have to burn the body. Right. Wow, there's, so there's she, no he saved him from the, the dinosaur brain. He struggled hard to win. Wow. Ew. Burning a pregnant lady? Classy movie. Oh, no. And their DVD collection. Trick 2. And and they're Down killing the... the um, <laughs> well, what me worry. They're also killing the, the yeah. serum that has the cure. They're burning it. I know what you know. It reminds me of the crazies. It was remade too, the George Romero movie about a town that just goes nuts, and Donald Pleasant is the one guy who could who can cure it, and he runs out of the escapes only to be shot on on sight. And that's Night of the Living Dead too, right? Oh, here we go. Ooh, the reverse scroll. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We had watched Carnosaur from nineteen ninety three. Carl, what'd you think of this movie? Piece of shit. Good for your show. Lots to talk about. No. Depressing show. Yeah, lots to talk about. Just depressing premise. I never liked this movie. But we were able to watch two Adam Simon movies in a row. Right. Like last week's episode. 
You can go to pcrcollective.org, a.k.a. mutinyradio.fm, hit podcast archives, and find it uh, with the previous week's date. Wow. All right. So we get to do the reverse credits. This is the part where I get out of the uh, the Brookline movie house like, fuck, what did I do in my life? <laughs> right. I think it was a midnight showing, too. So I watched oh, that good. like So at morning, least you like, don't yeah. have that. There's that always that bummer when you leave the movie theater into broad daylight. Yeah, right. Well, speaking of broads, I was on a date. You know, when I was young, Mike, I would go on these dates, but I would always take them to see, like, Sandlot, which is a bunch of boys, or Problem Child, which is, like, misogynistic baby <laughs> shit. I never took – or Carnosaur. I never took anyone – you know, one time I was on a date in the early 90s. I went to see Goodfellas, and it was great, but, you know, my date dropped me off, and I was just like, what a neat movie. Where's my date? You know, like, I got to see Aladdin, and when I went, uh, my date had her roommates with them, and I had to sit through a kids' movie, and they dropped me off. That was charming. Uh-huh. That was a good way to spend my young life. Uh, operating title, service imagery, chickens are processed. <laughs> yeah, what a depressing. Even the credits are drab. Yeah, stage Scary. manager, studio teacher, craft services. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. I mean Michael, you, Michael. German, who did Keep craft going. services. Well, usually they'll have something clever, like Chicken and Things, or, you know, Bobby's done it, not this movie. Seth, All right. This, hey, Carl, this know, is a top uh, I, I have two movies that I really want to see, and yeah. I can't pick them between them. Okay. So I want to see The Castaways of Gilligan's Island, the TV movie. Would you be into that, or should we yeah. do the other movie? No, Castaways is good. The other movie? All right. So we want to change the pace after these doubleheader of Adam Simon. I'm going to save my other good, bad movie. Read the Torah book. Oh, Torah, science fiction. So next week's movie is a made-for-TV movie. It was the second in a series of uh, TV-length movies. This one is called Castaways of Gilgan's Island. It stars the late Bob Denver, the late Alan Hale Jr. Let's watch a full-length movie on you. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. I was not offended, for I knew I had to rise above it all or drown in my own shit. through a hole in the air.
Saturday, and uh, this is for Sean. You wanted to hear some Archie Shep, so here you go, Sean. Bughouse Square, quality show. Tuesday, six to eight.
Come <laughs> on. 
Our last night here, I'm glad to see you all showed up. Um, do you people have a curfew or anything like that? I mean, does, it, does it matter what time you go home tonight? I mean, do you have school tomorrow? Nobody here has school tomorrow? Yes, Because we could do either one long set or we could do two sets, you know, whichever. Made it easier for you. Does it doesn't matter what time you go home tonight. Do you have school tomorrow? Nobody here has school tomorrow? Yes. Because we could do either one long set or we could do two sets, you know, whichever. Made it easier for you. Okay. Okay. Then this is gonna go on for a while. So we should get used, get used to each other. Settle back. Pull up your cushions. Whatever else you have with you. That makes life bearable in Texas. Now we saw your cowboys today and they never let Philadelphia have the ball for a minute. It's 42 to 7 back by the hand. It was ridiculous. And you should give other people just a little chance. Football, anyway. This is a song called Waiting for My Man.
Pull that black plastic on the mutinyradio.fm station is what you got going. It's about that time, the time when we ask you to help us out with some money. So if you could uh, drop a coin in the digital uh, guitar case as we busk our way down uh, the fall and into the winter, it'd be super greatly appreciated. And it would make a whole lot of things better that could get a whole lot worse. Oh, 